Are we recording? We are. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, this is Nikki. And this is Brooke. And this is my so-called whatever. Welcome to the block party. We ain't leaving out nobody. We got Joe here. We do. He's all... Well, not like really. We we definitely tried to get his attention this week, and we'll talk about that after the fan stories. Yeah, but. we have the doll Joe. He's our he's our co-host and our mascot. He is. We should take a picture of him by the microphone to put on Instagram. I think we will do that. Go to Instagram and you'll see it there. Yep. Um. So how was your week? Mm-hmm. Wasn't a very good week, but that <laughs> <laughs> was all right. It was long. Yeah. Very excited to have block party. I will. We look so forward to this. I can actually, on the brighter side of things. So my dad was in the ICU this week. Yes. Which sucks. Yeah. And it was a rough week. But yesterday he got moved up to a floor. Oh, that's great. I, I didn't know to, that. I forgot to tell you about that. Oh, that's wonderful. So it has been a pretty crazy roller coaster yeah. of emotions because when he first got in, it was scary. And yeah. this week was just rough. And my work was amazing. They were so great and and just That's helping good. me. So we're still here. And my dad's doing well. And That's wonderful. I don't know if that's weird to talk about, but I don't think so. Okay. Because it's 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 like true. It's what it is, you and, know? And now we're in a good place. So I'm right. like, I'm ready to rock this week. Good. And I wanna rock. Rock. Ding ding ding. <laughs> so um no, we look forward to Block Party every week. I do. Mm, I'm too. excited for this episode. I, I am, too. We've got we, some really great stories. We have some great stories. Keep them coming. Please. Keep them coming. Please do. Um, so do we want to hop right in? Yeah. Cool. You, you go for it. You can read the first story. This is uh, Cassandra's story. Yeah. And uh, this is what she wrote. Hey, Nikki and Brooke, here's my story. My story is not one of a great meet and greet of myself and the five amazing men we all know as new kids on the block. To be honest, I've never met them. I'm going to stop you right there. Because that is no longer true. She has actually met. Don oh, Mark. yes. We're going to get an update. Yes. So just want just want to point that out. So there is an update coming. Next week. Yes. Next episode. So I think that she's going to. Are we going to talk to her? I believe so. Yeah. Awesome. We're going to schedule some time this week because she just like us. Skype. Yep. Um, we're going to arrange a time to get on and we'll awesome. have that for you That'll guys. be great. So stay tuned. So we'll continue the story. Keep in mind that there has been an update, but we'll continue as is. True, true. My only interaction with any of them was a like and a reply from Donnie on Twitter, which made my week. Um, yeah. And hold John's hand for about 10 seconds during the show, but nothing more than that. <laughs> I never saw them in concert before May 20th, 2017 at the Toyota Center in Houston, Texas, but I'll get to that later. I was first introduced to the amazingness of Nukas in the Block in 1989 when I was five years old. So I'm a baby blockhead. Aww. Aww. It was all thanks to a neighbor girl named Kelly. She was a huge Nukas in the Block fan, and back in those days, technology was not a thing. So hanging out at friends' houses was what we did all day. She was like a big sister to me, and I looked up to her and loved everything she did, which meant a whole lot of love for Nukas in the Block. I had a sleeping bag, which I hope is still at my mom's, and I probably wore out the Hangin' Tough Live VHS I had pretty quick. I remember watching it for the first time with Kelly. I was sitting there thinking Joey and those blue eyes were just the cutest things my five-year-old eyes had ever seen. 
Yep. That is so cute. When the beginning of I'll Be Loving You Forever started, Jordan was handed his fedora. The rest of the boys were sitting on bar stools. Jordan was facing the back of the stage, and as soon as the piano started and Jordan turned around with his hand on the fedora, I was a Jordan girl for life. Yep. You know what you did. Yeah, absolutely. And now everybody knows what that, what that is, means. Which is amazing. The look in his eyes, the rat tail, LOL. His lips <laughs> when he sang the word broken. I was his. Whoa. He was smooth, suave, passionate, and just stole my little heart. Can I just tell you that's adorable that she was five? And like all of that? Yes. All that's of that like so cute. Came. <laughs> I wish I... I wish I could that I listened to them sing to me in my poster covered room. Sorry, I, I, I read that weird. Um, holding on to my Jordan doll or my pillow and dreamed little dreams of meeting them someday. I wish I could say my mom took me to see them in concert and I just had the best time ever. But that just wasn't my reality. To be honest, my younger years, preteen years and early teen years were filled with physical, mental and emotional abuse, divorce, moving from house to house and moving from school to school. I had to grow up pretty quickly, and I wasn't able to really be a kid until my mom met my now dad. By that time, it was 1998, 1999, and I was into Hanson and NSYNC. Oh, I'm sorry about that. Fast forward about 10-ish years to 2008. I was in college and sitting in a computer lab looking at the latest entertainment news updates before class, and I remember reading the rumor of a new Kids on the Block reunion. I hadn't listened to them in years, but I still remembered every lyric to every album except Face the Music. Which so ironically just happened to produce my favorite song, If You Go Away. That's a good song. That's a great song. Mm-mm, hey, hey that's, a, that's a great song for me now. Don't have to ask you twice yeah. how you feel about nope. that song. Nope. As most college students fresh out of college graduate and first time looking for a real job. Okay. Sorry. Again, I'm reading this wrong. As most college students fresh out of college graduates and first time looking for a real job college graduates, I was broker than broke. When I saw they were coming to Houston, I would work so hard to save and go, but something always happened and I was never able to make it. Plus, I did not have any blockhead friends, so I was alone with my little secret. Oh, now you have lots of You have all kinds of blockhead friends. Even after I got married in 2013, I still couldn't afford to see them, especially on a teacher's salary. Well, fast forward again to 2016. November 16th, 2016 to be exact. That was the morning the guys announced the total package tour for 2017. Hell yeah. I immediately got on Facebook and replied yes to going to the Houston show on a Facebook event that had been created and shared looking for someone to go with me. I had done the same thing for the NKOTBSB tour in 2011-2012 and got a couple responses, but then adulting had to happen and I couldn't make the tour. Still kicking myself for missing that one, but I digress. So back to November 2016. My friend Nicole replied that she wanted to go, so I said I would get our tickets when they went on sale. So, as my husband drove us to Oklahoma City that Saturday for Thanksgiving, I purchased two $50 tickets from the passenger seat of the truck to see Nukas on the Block in Houston, May 20th. I was flipping out, to say the least, when the purchase went through. To finally be in the same building with them was a childhood dream that was finally going to become a reality. Unfortunately, my sweet friend ended up having to be on bed rest starting a month before the concert due to her pregnancy, and I was tasked to finding someone else to go. Oh. I lured my best friend in with the promise of a beer and Paula Abdul. She <laughs> wasn't a new Kids on the Block fan. Aw. Maybe she is now. Ho- hopefully she is. Maybe she saw those baby blue eyes. She saw the light. And she was like, that's it. I'm in. I'm in it to win it. I'm all in. 
In the days leading up to the show, the guy's music was all I was listening to, trying to make sure I remember every lyric. I did. And trying hard to contain the excitement that was boiling inside. I couldn't. (laughs) That's awesome. Before I go on, let me go back a little and try to explain why this night was going to mean so much to me. Besides living through a nightmare childhood and finally getting to live out his childhood dream, I had been living in an adult hell since January of 2017. I married a wonderful man in 2013. This wonderful man joined the army and fought for our country, serving in Operation Iraqi Freedom from 2003 to 2004, well before we met. He did one tour, came home, and worked to reacclimate himself into civilian life while struggling with undiagnosed PTSD. After we were married, he was finally and officially diagnosed with PTSD. In January 2017, he was triggered by unknown circumstances and event, which led to what I call a PTSD attack, and he became a different person than the one I married. Mm. When something like this had happened in the past, he would come down from his attack and would be good a few days later, but this time he wasn't coming down. We tried counseling, talking, but nothing was working. I won't go into details, but this was the hardest thing I've ever had to endure in my life. The reason I feel this is such an important part of the story is because of what the month of May brought me, an escape from everything I was dealing with. I had so many amazing things lined up each weekend in May, and this was my time to reconnect all the parts of me and try to be happy for myself. The day of the show, I was slipping out, trying to find the perfect outfit, curling my hair. I mean, every time we hear the curtain call, see the girls with the curls in the hair, the buttons and the pins and the loud fanfare, tonight, tonight, (laughs) taking selfies, documenting each moment as I got ready. When we finally got in line at the Toyota Center, I was floored at how many blockheads were there and by the most amazing creations they all had on. To be honest, I felt underdressed. (laughs) After we had our bags checked, the lady scanned my phone, looked at our seats, and told us to go talk to the guy standing about five feet to her left. He asked me where our seats were. I told him in the 400s, and he asked if we wanted to upgrade. I knew this couldn't be too sketch since we were in the arena, so I asked what we had to do. Yes or no, he asked. Of course, I said yes. He took my tickets and gave me tickets in section 120, row 6. That's so cool. I had no idea where these seats were. I just knew they were closer than the ones I had purchased. After buying my merch and a drink, we headed to our seats. As we walked to our section, I found out that we were in a season ticket holder section and was a club section. I went to the bathroom, changed into my Nukas in the Block shirt, and was ready to check out our new seats. My anticipation... My anticipation built as we walked down the stairs to our seats, getting closer and closer to the stage. We found our row, walked to our seats, and as I looked at where the stage was, I about lost my mind. Well, I think I actually did. Tears started flowing. I was six rows up from the floor, and the stage was right there in front of me. That's amazing. That is. I jumped, I screamed, I sat down and just cried. How close was I going to be to the guys? I had no clue, but all I could do was cry. When Boys Two Men came on, I lost my mind realizing how close the guys were going to be to me. I am reliving it as I type this. I was going to be able to see their faces without zooming in with my phone. Once the show started, I forgot about everything. All the struggle of the last five months, the cruel words, the stress, the uncertain place of my marriage, the pain, the eggshells I've walked on, and just lived in the most perfect moment of living out a childhood dream. I was sitting in upgraded seats, watching Nukas on the Block bring it on stage with every pelvic thrust. (laughs) (laughs) screaming my head off singing at the top of my lungs and crying my eyes out during tonight i was on jordan and john's side of the stage i have a picture of jordan looking at me while singing my favorite of the tour and john climbed up to my row danced sang and held my hand while trying not to fall i could not believe that was happening after the show i just sat down and wept tears of joy tears of release 
My friend at one point looked at me and swore I was happier on my wedding day. But she wasn't sure at that moment. (laughs) I had my phone out for some of the show, but I had it down because that moment, that two-hour moment, was worth everything. To just live in it with thousands of blockhead sisters standing and singing with me. That night changed my life. Those boys changed my life that night. After that show, and thanks to the sweetest blockhead, I ended up being blessed beyond measure to travel to Boston and see them rock out Fenway in the rain. Wow. That's amazing. I was there. Yes, you were. That show was a once-in-a-lifetime moment. From the rain to standing on the turf at Fenway Park to the confetti to my sign that I ended up having to throw away before getting to the show, it was a night I will never forget. But the intimacy of the Houston show has and will always hold such a special place in my heart. They brought me back to life. They brought my smile back. They brought the light back into my life. They brought my happy back. That was the best Saturday night of my life. It's okay. I was married on a Sunday. (laughs) I have no words to describe how I truly felt after that show. One day, I hope I can let them know how much each of them touched my heart this summer. Each of them gave me some special memories. Jordan's constant Facebook lives that had me laughing and loving him so hard I cried. Joe's hashtag namaste and his fun, love, and freedom. Donnie's unbelievable ability to make you feel like he's singing and performing to you and just for you in an arena full of people. Danny's workout and remember Betty updates. I'm so glad he still does them. And getting to hold John's hand, even if it was only 10 seconds, it was the best. I wish my story had great pictures with the guys to go with it, but maybe next year. You never know what those boys have cooking in those minds of theirs. They know how to love us so well, and I am forever hashtag thankful for that hashtag BH love. And she has some awesome pictures. Yes. I love it. And little did she know that at the time of writing this, she would soon meet Mr. Wahlberg himself. Um, so we'll have that next week. Yes. Thank you so much. That, that was, was amazing. an awesome, awesome, awesome story. And um, I appreciate everything that you and your family has gone through for our country. Yeah, I, just I do to too. That. Yes. Um, and I'm sorry that. You've had to go through that. I hope that things get better for you. And I feel like now, like, especially after the stories we read last time, I feel like we're all kind of in the same situation that it's okay. And I feel a lot better knowing it's okay to not be okay. And I feel like I could talk to anybody about not being okay. I feel like I could. Sometimes you just aren't. That's we're all human. Right. So thank you for, you know, sharing that personal story. Yeah. I really appreciate it. All right. So I am going to read Brooke's story. Not me, Brooke. A different Brooke. Ah, different Brooke. I like your name, Brooke. Yes. <laughs> hey, ladies. I hear that song in my head. Hey, ladies. Get funky. funky. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Hey, ladies. Okay. I love the podcast and felt compelled to share my story. My new kid's experience is not one of chance meetings or face-to-face interactions, but it, but it is special to me nonetheless. It all started in 1988 when I was five years old. I had older cousins who were seriously crushing on the new kids, and I quickly picked my favorite, Jonathan Knight. It was kindergarten love at first sight. So cute. That's adorable. I was too young to really get caught up in the hysteria at first. As the years went by, my love for the group only grew stronger and my collection of Tiger Beat magazines grew larger. (laughs) 
I begged my mom to play their cassettes in the car and owned my very own Jonathan doll and life-size Jonathan poster. I even collected almost every new kid's trading card and still have them to this day. That's amazing. That is amazing. My dream was to go to a concert, but I was never able to. As years went by, after they broke up, my love for them never faded. I read everything I could get my hands on about their lives after the new kids and followed Joey and Jordan's solo careers. Fast forward to 2008 and the news of the reunion. I took the day off from work so that I could watch them on the Today Show in real time. That's that's awesome. <laughs> I was so excited. But yet again, life got in the way and I wasn't able to attend a concert until this year, that is. When I heard the announcement about the Total Package Tour, I knew it was now or never. Myself and three friends from work bought tickets for the Tulsa show, which is three hours from where we live. We anxiously awaited for the day to come, and I couldn't believe it was finally going. I was finally going to see them in person. Days before the concert was to take place, the terrorist attack in Manchester occurred. That's scary. That is scary. I was so heartbroken for the people affected by that, but also anxious to attend a concert so soon after. I have anxiety, and that increased it tenfold. I started thinking that maybe I should stay home and not chance it. But then I realized that I'd been waiting for this almost 30 years. I had to go. I had to push myself, and I'm so glad that I did. Our seats weren't great, but we were there, and that's what mattered. I sang my heart out the entire time and couldn't believe it was the same, very large. I was in the same, very large room with them. I was transported back to being eight years old reading those Tiger Beat magazines. It was pure happiness and innocence and one of the best nights of my life. I still love Jonathan, but also became a Donnie girl that night. We're all Donnie girls. We, we are all Donnie girls. There's Seriously. always that underlining, underlying, like, I, like, I'm a Jordan girl, but I also really love Donnie. Yep. You're a Joe girl. But I also lo- really love Donnie. It's just the way it is. Hashtag, we are all Donnie girls. We need We're going to start that. that up. We need to start that trending. Let's do it. Yep. We all said that next time we were going to be sitting on those bar stools and that there definitely would be a next time. And once you sit on the bar stool, you, there's no going back. You, yeah, that's the there's only place you can be. There's no going back. It's just the way that is. Thank you for making the podcast. It's oh, you're welcome. Thank you. We love making it. Yeah. It's so nice to know there are people out there that get it. Being able to step out of your adult life for one night and forget all of your worries and experience. And wait, sorry. To forget all of your worries and experience happiness and excitement without a care in the world. Brooke from Arkansas. Thanks, Brooke. Thank you, Brooke. And so honestly, this podcast yes. allows me to step out of adulting. Yeah. For the little time period that we have together to do yep. the podcast. And we're still adults, but it well, allows right. us that to do something change. that we absolutely love to do. Exactly. So it's fun. Thank you for appreciating the podcast. We really appreciate that. We we really appreciate that. Thank you very much for the kind words. Um, can we talk about the Donnie Wahlberg tweets real quick? Yeah. So he's been tweeting a lot lately about being yes. hateful. Yes, he has. And I very much appreciate that because it's, I feel like it's something that should be shown in schools across America. I agree. Like, I fully agree. Because like, children need are to see that. very well thought. Yeah. They're very well thought through. If you read the messages that he's trying to, but they also relate to a lot of the stuff that we talked about going on yes. within our community. Yes. But also, you know, every day in the world. Right. 
And he had tweeted back to someone. And we're saying this just because on my phone it just popped up. Yeah. We have alerts for Donnie and he just tweeted. Um, somebody had tweeted back to him. He had one of his uh, words of wisdom. Um, and they had tweeted back and said, you know, I've, I've tried that. I've tried everything and it's just not working. And he said something to the effect of, it's not your fault. If you're doing everything you can, then that's all you can do. Right. There was one thing he did say. I'm, I'm jumping all over the place. But yep. did you see what I tweeted? He said something. You have to give love without expectation. Yes. Do you remember when I was, I mean, I can remember us. It was a car ride. And yeah. we were very young. I want to say like 18 or 19. I've always said that. Like, I've always felt that. You just said to me, you said, Nikki, I'm going to say this to you right now. You, you need to give love and not expect anything back. Right. You need to give, period. Without expectation. Without expectation. And I have lived with that my entire life, and I've taught my children that. But it was just not something that came naturally to me yep. until you said it to me. You have to give without expectation. And when you're able to do that, it's hard to do. It really is. It can be very hard to do. And I, and I feel like there are oftentimes I fail at that. But then if I go back to that thinking and think, okay, yeah. am I giving without expectation? No, I'm, I'm expecting something in return. Right. It completely changes your way of thinking. Yeah. So thank you. You're welcome. And I, I appreciate Donnie Wahlberg tweeting about that. Give love without expectation. Yes. Period. And I feel that way about anything. I think that, you know those signs that they create? I want a yeah. sign that says, give love without expectation. I know it's nice. Or whatever he tweeted. So it was very nice. Um, but it's the truth. And, and just to elaborate a little bit, just real quick. Yeah. I feel like that about everything. It's true. Like, if, if somebody says, can I borrow a hundred bucks? You need, that's 100% true. You give them a the hundred bucks and don't ever expect it back. Right, if you guys. Are, if you're not okay with losing a hundred dollars. Don't give you it. tell them, I don't have that. Sorry. Don't give it. Period. You've taught me that. I, that is a big, <laughs> if somebody, if you give something to somebody, whether it be your time, whether it be monetary. Right. Physical. Your, your heart, your mind, your, your, anything. You have to give it without expectation. Yep. And if you live that way, if you truly start getting pissed about something yep. and then sit there and think and say, I'm expecting something back. That's why I'm pissed. I'd say nine times out of 10. That's why I'm pissed because there's some kind of expectation. And I like I can honestly I can sit here and say. That that is how like I feel like I've always lived. And I don't know why. Like, I wasn't taught that. Nobody told me that. I maybe probably saw it on a TV show or something. But I'm sure there's times that you go through and you're thinking, oh, whoops. I'm expecting something. Got to change my way of thinking. You know, it's weird. Because I can sit here and I, like, I can't. There must have been at some point. But I can't think of an example. And I don't. I also don't get pissed that often. I get pissed at myself more than I get pissed at other people. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Maybe. Yeah. I know for me, it's still been hard. Yeah. It's, I think it is for a lot of people. I think it is yeah. for a lot of people. Definitely. Right. And it's not that it's deep down. I'm even though outwardly I'm thinking, no, I'm not expecting anything. I really, and if you dig deep. 
Like within like your, not to sound, but right. within your like being. Well, it's just like issues that have happened that we've talked yes. about yes. that I've had for years. Yes. I've been living with the expectation that that person should be acting in a certain way. Right. Back towards me. Right. I cannot live that way. No. And as soon as I, and I will be honest with you, Donnie tweeted that and I thought to myself, you know what? Seriously, that is my issue. That's really my issue. Yeah. If I go at this, because I saw the girl, the person who had tweeted back and forth yeah. with him, and I said, that is my same issue. Yeah. I need to give without expectation. Yeah. So give, I'll give with the expectation that that, that person is going to just be a jerk right. and make things miserable. But as long as I am leading by example, from or leading as an example for my children. Yep. There's nothing that can be lost from that. Exactly. And I'm not leading by example right now. I can tell you that right now. I I have a lot of faults. It's hard. In that. I have a lot of faults in that. But it made me pause and realize that I have work to do. And that's how changes are made. Yeah. So, I just think, pay attention to those tweets. He is just. Very insightful. He really is. And he's um, like, he's just awesome. He, he really is. People don't put it out there like that. No. Generally. some I mean, some people do. But generally, like, they don't. Especially, like... And he just keeps coming up one after the other. That's why. We're all Donnie girls. That is true. What's the hashtag? We are all Donnie girls. Perfect. We are all Donnie girls. We're all Donnie girls living in a Donnie world. <laughs> I'd like to be living in a Donnie world. I want to be in his world. Hells yeah. <laughs> Hope Jenny doesn't mind. So, um, again, Brooke, thank you for your story. Yes, that was awesome. Thanks, and I still really love your name. Yeah. All right, so we have Hallie's Hallie. story. Cool, cool, cool. All right. Hallie goes way back, too, with us. Yes, she does. So, Hallie is traveling right now, I think. Maybe not. I feel like I saw something like that. Yeah. Here we go. 1997, that was 20 years ago. No! She literally wrote, think about that. Okay, I am thinking about that because that means a 20-year reunion is this coming year. Yeah, I don't like that. It's like in Do you think we'll go? Yes, I have to go. Why? Because I like kind of regretted I didn't go to the 10-year. I know that sounds weird. I might not stay that long. I'm not sure yet. I haven't decided. I'm going to get some Botox first. No, you don't need Botox. Oh, right here. No. And let me just say this. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say this to anybody. But why? That, because I have some lines right here that I like to take but care what of. Did, what do you care? Oh, I I care very deeply. About what those other people think? No, I want it anyway. Like I would like to go tomorrow and get it. Oh. But yeah. um, I will. I don't mean to hijack Hallie's story, but I will just put out there. Anybody, this is how I feel about Botox or plastic surgery or anything. If you do it, if you want to do it and it makes you feel good and you're doing it for you, then you do that. Because I have a list of things I'd like to have done. I don't have the money to do it, though. (laughs) So I sit here and talk about it. So, Hallie, yeah, 1997 was 20 years ago. Thank you so much for the reminder. (laughs) Thank you. Um, It was also the year my life changed due to a debut album from the Backstreet Boys. The boys hold a special place in my heart. They were my first loves, especially Nick. I'm a sucker for those blue eyes. <laughs> I truly thought I was going to marry him. I was 11 when I first heard Quit Playing Games With My Heart. 
That song and video had me from go. Two years later, my love for the boys just grew and grew. I remember when Millennium hit stores like it was yesterday. I was watching it on TRL and thinking to myself, who shuts down Times Square? The Backstreet Boys, apparently. Millennium happens to be my favorite album because it has my number one song, The One. I continued to follow them through Black and Blue. Then my world was rocked. Backstreet announced AJ would be entering rehab again. I remember watching this on TRL. The boys went on hiatus. NSYNC entered my life to fill the Backstreet Boys hole. Thank you, Justin. No, no, thank you, Justin. Justin, no, no. (laughs) So around the same time when Millennium hit stores, I remember watching TRL Countdown After School one day and Joey McIntyre's I Love You Came Too Late was on. Instantly, I fell for Joey's blue eyes and voice. So, of course, I read up on Joey and learned he was part of New Kids on the Block. I was always in the back of my mind, kind of knew about them, but it wasn't until I Love You Came Too Late was a hit that New Kids on the Block entered the forefront for me. 11 years later, Blue Bloods and Donnie Wahlberg entered my life, and that led me to really start listening to New Kids on the Block. I said to myself, if it wasn't for them, there would be no backstreet, so I started listening as respect and a thank you. (laughs) Mad props. I just didn't think I would fall in love with them as much as I love backstreet. I started following Donnie on Twitter. If you don't, I highly recommend it. True heart of gold, this guy. That's the truth we were that just talking about. I can say this without fail, that I can fit these two groups in my heart and love them all equally. Okay, maybe I love Nick and Joey a little bit more. Again, those baby blues. I'm a proud backstreet soldier, equal to a blockhead. And a blockhead, even though I found them later in life. Thank you, Brooke and Nikki, for this podcast. It truly is the best. Oh, thank you. Thank you. That's very, very sweet. And um, I was not a Backstreet Boys fan. I was not a Backstreet Boys fan either, except... You liked The Call. I liked The Call. I just liked that song. But I, I like distinctly remember the conversation that we had. And we've probably talked about this. I think we have. But I think it's okay to rehash. Well, we don't have to rehash the whole thing. But I remember having the conversation like, which one are we going to like? NSYNC or Backstreet? Yeah. I don't know why we chose NSYNC. I think we were a little bit on the fence, to be honest. And I think it was driving down Kandeskeg Avenue, yep. listening to that song in my car. Yeah. We're like, yeah, this is the, this is, this is, this is our jam. This is the thing. Yeah. This right here is the shiz. Yep. So that's kind of what did it. Yeah. Which was awesome. Yeah. And I mean, I'm not going to lie. I didn't mind listening to Backstreet Boys. But I wasn't. No, like I wouldn't change the channel, but I wasn't like in it. And whenever it was, like, Backstreet Boys versus NSYNC. Like, obviously, like, duh. Right. And I'd say, oh, Backstreet Boys. I mean, we would never have, we wouldn't have gone and bought two of No Strings Attached for just anybody. Yeah, no kidding. Each. That was funny. At midnight. Yeah. I still have them. I do, too. Somewhere. Yeah, somewhere. In, like, one of those folders. Yeah. So, um. So, yeah. But then we should say. When NKOTBSP came around, we well, were like, we were that like, first night. No, we were like, meh. Right. But then. But then I, I, I was like, wait a second. Like, for I don't me, mind this so much. For me, at the show, we're like, uh, actually, you know what? Uh, I, I was, I was pretty excited at the show. I kind of like this. Yeah. I was pretty excited at the show. I Because I like can remember you saying, like, you saying, Nikki, just Backstreet Boys. And I had already done my homework you've done your homework i'd already been listening to all the music again and i really liked nick's uh solo venture just putting that out there and i really liked bye bye love yes i love that song you do i still do i listen to it in my car makes me think of the concert so 
Thank you so much. Thank you, Holly. That was great. I did ask her. I was like, how do you pronounce your name? Hallie or Haley? And she said like Halle Berry. Hallie. Perfect. So we got the pronunciation right. So those were some great stories. Yeah. Um, so the next story we have, we just, we did a little update with Jerusha. Uh, we did an episode with her this weekend and it was amazing. It was awesome. And she is just going to discuss a little bit about the gala she's going to next weekend, right? Next weekend or yeah. next week. I think or, it's next week, like next yeah. Tuesday or something. And it's pretty amazing. So we're going to pop that in here and you can have a listen to that and then we'll be back. So here's Jerusha. Let's let's dr- t- let's talk about the ga- let's talk about the ga- gala. I can't even say it. gala. Gala. Yeah. I was like, gala. like <laughs> or as Foster calls it, he calls it the gallop. The gallop. Like it's a oh, like that. Yeah. I think they should <laughs> rename it. Yes, they should. Like a gallop pole. Foster's gallop. <laughs> yep, that's what he talks about. Okay, so tell us a little bit about the gala, and yeah, we want to know like everything. Okay, so it's called the Sensations Gala. Um, and this is the eighth year they've done it. We were invited two years ago and it comes from, um, those people, some, some listeners might already know, but, um, Joe McIntyre's, uh, middle child, Joe and Barrett's middle child, Reese was born with a hearing loss. It was detected really early on. Um, and he got hearing aids and early intervention and they became advocates for early intervention for, um, hearing, for children. And actually, uh, Joe spoke at the American speech hearing association, um, big conference a few years ago, he actually got the Annie Glenn award, which is the big award that they give out every year to somebody who is advocating in the community for speech and hearing. So he and the owner of the Celtics, which I can never pronounce his name, Wick, Grosbeck, I don't know. I think it's It's spelled W-Y-C, and I've met him twice, and I still have no idea how to say his name. But um, so that family and the McIntyres um, got together and created this gala as a fundraiser for um, children through Mass Pioneer. And we, uh, Foster, had his surgery um, at Massachusetts Pioneer Infirmary when he was six months old. So they had invited us as... um, patients to speak two years ago just because they thought he was really cute, which he is. Um, we had done a video. Yeah. We had done a video, um, for another foundation the year before I had written our nurse for a award and the award got mentioned to the directors of mass Pioneer, and it became a big thing. So that's how we got involved with making the video the year before. And they invited us to be on stage then. And two years ago, the new kids actually performed at it, which was where my big story came from. Donnie wasn't there. I know Donnie wasn't there. He was on the set of blue bloods. Um, but I did get to meet all of the other ones. I got to meet Joe's grandfather. randomly was sitting at their table. All of his kids were there and Barrett and like his grandparents, he invited a bunch of family. So that's um, that's when I met them and I know he's going to be the MC this year. So Foster has already talked about the fact that he wants to go over and talk to the singer guy, Joey McIntyre, um, (laughs) and (laughs) meet with him again. So we're really looking forward to it. It's coming up in just over a week. That's so crazy. Uh, So cool. And we are getting prepared and talking to producers and figuring out our outfits. And, um, it's a very exciting time. 
Are, sounds... are you going to sing Islands in the Stream with Joe? <laughs> I will sing anything he wants me to sing with him. I don't even care what it is. Whatever he wants, I will get on stage with him. So. That sounds yeah. so great. That's amazing. Yeah. I think that usually most years they raise over a million dollars with that night. Wow. That's so amazing. For, for research and treatment at the... Yeah, because I checked tickets because I was like, oh, cool, maybe we'll go. (laughs) (laughs) And you had said you were like, um, I don't know. Um, Yeah, (laughs) but they do, they do take donations for it too. But yeah, tickets are really pretty high end. Um, It goes up from a single ticket being a lot to whole tables being a ton. Um, So if we weren't invited to be part of it, you know, it's not something that we would necessarily be able to do, but um, it's really exciting. And Foster loves that he gets to eat all the rolls he wants um, and whatever he wants off the dessert bar after he goes on stage. (laughs) That's what he's looking forward to. And if there's an escalator. Oh, yeah. Well, there's like five escalators. (laughs) Yeah, last time that's all he was doing. That's how we met Joe was because he was running for the escalator and he grabbed him. Um, which thank goodness he saved my kid from riding the escalator. <laughs> but it's all he wanted to do the whole time was go up and down the escalators. He's a little older now. He's five. He's a more sophisticated guy. So I don't know if that will be quite as appealing, but um, I'm sure he will enjoy that too. That's so awesome. <laughs> That's and we're going to post great. your video again. And so oh. just be warned that you'll need some tissues. Because yes. I wasn't ready when I, I was watched, not ready. I watched your video. I'll never forget it. I watched it. We were outside of your house, Brooke. Yeah. And I just broke down. I just, <laughs> it's, it's very emotional and we're so happy that Foster is healthy. Yeah. He's and doing great. Yeah. He's in, you know, he's in kindergarten and mm-hmm. doing amazing. I mean, all the boys are doing great. We actually just talked to his kindergarten class. I was about just going to say, like, yeah. what do you call it? His super eye. His super eye. Super eye. So yeah, cool. Yeah, his prosthetic eye is his super eye. And, um, you know, it's it's been quite a journey. And the great thing about the video is that it has our doctor and our nurse who are so important to us, Dr. Mukai and Christina. Um, and they have, they were just, they were, they made it so much better. And we're so glad that we can continue to raise money for such an important hospital who's doing such amazing work. That's awesome. That's great. What a good cause. Well, I'm so I'm Wonderful. so happy that A, you're going. Yes. And that you're able to share your story. <laughs> and B, how crazy. I just happened to see that and I thought, oh my word, I wonder if she knows. Because I saw that that morning that he announced. Yes, yes, yes. And I said, yeah. what in the world? <laughs> I remember I that. totally freaked out for you. Because so. last year, Joe wasn't there. Oh, um, I didn't. So, yeah, oh, yeah. See, I he keep wasn't thinking there it was last year. year that, but it was two years ago. Yeah, yeah. We went two years ago, but last year he wasn't there at all, and so we just figured, you know, it was a different musician, and maybe they have a different host, and no big deal. I mean, we'll go to it. We don't just go because of that, right? Right. So that when it tweeted out that Joe was going to be there, and Nikki said oh did you hear and I'm like what <laughs> that's so awesome I, I started to get really really nervous and I was like oh my gosh I don't know if I'm ready for that <laughs> get ready I can't wait to see yeah. your dress because she's, oh, yeah. she's yeah. shown me things I'm so excited I'm yeah. so excited for that, I'm so excited so. for you guys so I'm excited yeah. to hear get about pictures. it too yes Pictures and videos, I actually got a new SD card for my phone to make sure I don't run over storage just for this event. Oh, 
Perfect. That's yeah, because that would suck. Yeah, it would suck. Um, who else is going to be at the the gala? Um, oh, what is the name? Somebody from the Zach Brown band. This is terrible. Wayne Cook. That's right. You um, told me that. Performing. Yeah. Yeah. And usually uh, the director of Mass Pioneer, there's usually a representative from the Red Sox, the Celtics. Um, often they're raffling off tickets for different events, like box seats and stuff like that. The raffle is pretty, pretty awesome. insane. I say, you know, raffle. It's not really. But um, and then the auction is um, a big money maker for them, too. Yeah, I, I don't even participate. I put my name on it last year. So I get the mailing uh, two years ago. I put the, my name down for it mm-hmm. um, and I get the mailings of what's going to be in it. And I'm like, oh, my word. Yeah, this is not. This is not something I'll be participating in, yeah. but I hope it raises lots of money for you guys. That's awesome. Well, I hope that it raises tons of money. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just really excited. So. Yeah. So exciting. Awesome. Well, again, we'll make sure to share that video and we'll even post a link. I think that the, ma- the mass yep. ear and it's mass ear and eye, right? Mass Eye and Ear. Massachusetts Eye and Ear Infirmary, which is why it's M-E-E-I. Oh, infirmary. I keep saying institute. I'm an idiot. Yeah. No, it makes sense (laughs) because a lot of the places would be institute, but it's uh, from its traditional, it's a really old hospital. It's been there a very long time. So uh, that's why it still has the old-fashioned infirmary name. Awesome. Well, we'll put a link to the gala page that they shared out. Yeah. So if anybody... Want to check it out. Wants to check it out or learn more about it. Right. They can. Yeah. It will be amazing. Well, thank you. Thank thank, you. And thank you for being on our other episode. And we can't wait to talk to you afterwards. All right. Cool. So thank you so much, Jerusha. That was amazing. Right. That's an amazing cause. That is. And we'll be posting information about the gala and Jerusha's story on our website. So the cruise is next week. Yes. So, for those of you going, have fun. Enjoy. We wish we were there. Take lots of pictures and videos. Yeah. We'd really love to see them. We do. Very much. And um, every time we do wish we were there. Mm-hmm. Next year. Right. Next year. I'm not going to lie. If we got free... Well, we'd find a way. Tickets. We'd, we'd find, find a way. way to... Somebody was like, hey, uh, I got two tickets to Paradise. I'd pack my own bags and leave tonight. Yeah, we would. <laughs> and we would figure it out. Yes, we would. But. But we don't. Right. So. So that hasn't happened. So have a great time. Right. We would love to hear from you when you right. get back. Yes. So. Get home. Settle in. Right. Then send us your stories. Send us pictures. Send us videos. If if we have your permission, we'd love to put the videos up on YouTube. Right. Um, so we can kind of share them out. Mm-hmm. And we'll give you. Total credit for it. We'll start a cruise playlist. That would be awesome. Uh, That's what that'd we'll be do. amazing. We'll start like a cruise portion of our website with a countdown. I think that'd be great. And it would be a really cool place for other for people to kind of come together that were on the cruise that maybe like don't know each other. Right. To kind of like share pictures. Kind and of how we tried to do for Mohegan Sun. Exactly. Exactly. Which kind of worked, but kind of didn't. I wanted it to be more of a place where everybody could just post their pictures and I tried to post my pictures I sat there one I night I still haven't seen your pictures I sat there one night for what felt like ever going through my pictures to post from my phone and then like it wasn't there I'm like yeah, we'll figure it out this is amazing we'll figure it out so anyway but I think that it would be 
awesome to hear from you. Right. And also just regular stories too. Yeah. You can email us at my so called whatever at gmail.com. Yep. Or there's other ways to get a hold of us. So if you prefer to not write your story and you wanted to do a voice memo, like talk about it. Right. You can do so on your phone and then Super send us easy. the sound. Yeah. And we'll pop it on one of our episodes. That'd be so cool. So feel free to do that too. You can use voice memo on it's iPhone. Voice memo on iPhone and, and then, then whatever Android has. Right. I'm not we both I think use it's voice iPhones. recorder. Yeah. So do that. We'll give her a listen. Yeah. We'll pop it on our episode. That would be so great. And I think that it's really neat just to, you know, hear from as many people as we can. And we want to make it easy for you. Right. I get it. Right. Typing out a big, long story is, like, not my favorite thing to do, necessarily. No. no. So, super easy to send us a voice clip if you want to send us a few pictures. You don't even have to send them. You can just post them on Twitter and, like, tag us. Right. Just whatever whatever is easy for you. Exactly. Send them to us on Facebook. Right. Um... So yeah. the crew's very excited. Um, we have Jackie and Maria yes. that are doing an undercover secret mission for us. They are. Oh, my goodness. And as soon as... That just made my stomach go bloop, bloop. They get on the cruise. We will tell you what it is. Yep. And then I'm going to take pictures of the process. So... We can document it. Right. Share it. Right. That's cool. And I hope you guys think it's as cool as we do. We had some some pretty decent help with it. Yes, we did. Jackie and Maria and then Christine, Christine. helping us come up with an amazing idea. Yeah. So. Um, so also this week, we tried to get Joe's attention. And it was kind of crazy. It got a little crazy. It was really, like, busy. It was very busy. We had a lot of people. Like, crazy good, not Oh, yeah, bad. no. All good. Right. It's always good. Right. And we had a lot of people, like, using reach, our hashtag. Trying to reach out. Trying right. To, trying to make that. So let's keep doing it. Absolutely. Let's, if you guys can help us, that'd be amazing. We were using the hashtags Mission Interview Joey 2018. And hashtag let Nikki fix your website, Joe. <laughs> it was amazing. And we were just That's fun. laughing about it. Yeah. Sharing gifts. It was amazing. Also, Secret Santa. Yes. We're getting that out this week. Yeah. So we're going to post it. You guys can sign up. Um, I have a date and you and I can discuss after yeah. the podcast. I have a, like a end date to send the the gift by but i think this is good timing i think this is we'll get it out get everybody i have um a date that will stop it and draw names which i think is the end of this month yeah and we'll draw names and then everyone will have a month to send them out and send them yep that's perfect so that's that housekeeping and we already talked about Cassandra and Donnie's yep. story for next week. And if it's not next week, it will be the week after. But we're probably going to meet with her next week. Yeah. So we'll um, get it. We'll get it out as soon as we can. Right. Right. And also, um, Lance Bass. Oh, my gosh. I almost what forgot about that. What happened? So Lance Bass. I almost thought it was a fake Lance Bass. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm just so used to fake accounts. Seeing the fake, yeah. Seeing Donnie Wahlberg like my post and it's not Donnie Wahlberg. Right. Seeing Joey McIntyre like my stuff and it's not Joey McIntyre. It's Joey McIntyre 793272. Right. right. Yeah. 
Joey McIntyre with a zero. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, So, yeah. I had... So, we were talking about AIM. Yes. AOL Instant Messenger. And how it's closing down. Which is sad. Tear. It is sad. It is sad, but, like, also, I mean, I I thought it was already closed. No, I had actually used it. I had used it recently. No, I, like, honestly, I thought... Wait a minute, hasn't that been closed for like 10 years? It had an, a really good file sharing. Like, it's hard to explain, but I used it yeah. often. Um, but it is sad. It is sad. And we were and talking about epic screen names. We were. And my screen name that I had was Lance Bassass. And just like I said, I, rem- I remember the night that that was created. Yep. I remember the conversation we had. Can we? I don't remember. I remember it like it was yesterday. Okay, tell me. We were sitting in our apartment. Our apartment? Yes. Really? It was, was that our apartment. long ago? Oh, yeah. And we were at the computer, like, side by side, like mm-hmm. we used to sit. Mm-hmm. And you were trying to think up a different screen name. Because, like, you had used the same one since, like, high school. Nikki247. And I had used the same one since high school, Broke 842 But also, I had a couple others in high school, but that's just a different story. Because... I had the whole AOL account that nobody used, so I, I would had make like other Hoochie ones. Mama two four seven. What about that one? You did. <laughs> <laughs> I love that song. You ain't nothing but a Hoochie Mama. Ah, uh, you did. I had um, Glissers then. Whatever, kind of embarrassing. It's but not embarrassing. That's not embarrassing. I mean, whatever. But we were sitting there, mm-hmm. and you were trying to think of something for Lance with Bass. our with our in sync posters that were above our heads. All over the living room. That was amazing, though. We had all of the all series, of the yeah. two series, the red series, and we had the other series, the No Strings Attached series. Yep. That was awesome. I have a picture of those in my bedroom with Kevin and I. I feel like you need to post that. I will. And so, Kevin has bleach blonde hair. Uh, you definitely need to post that. And I'm wearing a blue football jersey that Chris Kirkpatrick had. That's amazing. <laughs> was it FUBU? It wasn't. I tried to get a FUBU 5 <laughs> shirt, but they were too expensive. Um, but I remember us sitting there. Do you remember? I don't know if you remember this. That I actually came up with Lance Bassass. I did not. I remember saying to you, like you were trying to think of something for Lance, like a Lance screen name. And I remember, I don't know. I don't know why. But I remember just saying Lance Bassass. And it was a joke. And you were like, hmm, let me plug that in. Oh, it's not taken. And then we had a conversation. You were like, should I do that? Is that weird? Is that appropriate? And I was like, I always you absolutely should do that. <laughs> like, why wouldn't you do Lance Bassass? Right. That's the perfect screen name for you. Like, that's perfect. And you did. I totally did. And, like, I remember this conversation. There are a lot of things I don't remember, but there are some things that I remember so distinctly. See, I don't remember any of that. I remember that so well. Like, I remember the conversation. I remember sitting at my parents' kitchen table and getting a reply from I Am Pufu. I remember when you got a reply from I Am Pufu. And I freaked out. I was crying. I Am Pufu that- was Lance Bass's screen name, P.S. Right, and, and I sent an email because he was never online. Oh, he would appear online. That's he would right. appear online. And it was one of those things where, like, he'd appear, and then all of a sudden you'd hear the door slam. Yeah. And you'd see his name in the little yeah. things. But, no, he would come online. And 
but not often. I mean, it no. wasn't like he would like. And I'm I sure I would. I would. Well, you would, but like. But then he'd be gone. Exactly. But um, I ended up emailing him and saying, "Sorry if you're offended by this screen name." But what we did thought he it was funny. What did he write back? He wrote it was like a sentence. It wasn't just one word. It was a sentence, and I really I, no. I recall I it was like a, it was more than just a word, but it wasn't something like a big like, email. Something like that. I was expecting another response. Something like he'd be getting back to me. Do you remember that? It was something. It was a reply that he was. It led me to believe that he would possibly be getting back to me. But I feel like you were doubting that it was really him. Right, I and was. And I feel like I remember saying, Just no, Just because that's of the him. response, it, I, I wasn't really expecting a sentence. Right. Or anything. Right. I mean, I expected something Bass. very similar to what he gave, like, thumbs up. Like a Twitter. And I thought he was giving the thumbs up to the Lance Bassass screen name. No. But he was giving the thumbs up. That that was actually his screen name, I Am which freaks, Which I just... That my mind is blown. Because I could blown. never really get excited about it because I didn't really know if that was him or not. And it was. And where was that? Like, where did I Am Pufu come from? Did they Wasn't s- he a dog in some show and Pufu was the dog? It was something like... Was it in a play? Yes, I believe. But where did we find that out? Did it was our... It was those... Though it were... Um, those boards that we would be on or the ones that I was on. I feel like I remember though there was a interview. There was an interview. It wasn't about an AOL screen name, I don't believe. Could be. You could be 100% right, but I feel like I got it from the boards because I got all the information from the boards. I feel like it was it was an it was an interview, but it wasn't like an interview that was in like a magazine. It was like hmm. on a local radio station. Oh, maybe. And like somebody maybe posted it on the boards or something. You could be right. And that he said, like they were talking about like their hobbies or whatever. And he's like, I really like AOL. What? And they were like, like it, there was something like this. That's we need to funny. Find this. We need to find this. Okay. You, I have no idea what you're talking about. So you have to find it. And I don't know that he was like, I'm I really like you AOL. But I, I feel like he was like, I like the internet. And of course, the internet was AOL. Then. How do I not remember this? Because I would have been like, and but it wasn't like a huge conversation. It was like a real quick like snippet. Even and if they he were said, like, "What's your screen name?" And he was like, "I don't know if I should say that." And then like somebody like one of the like it was something. Did they say I am Pufu? I am Pufu. And just him saying, "I love the internet." I mean, that's what I've always. I need to find quote. this. That was always my quote on the thing. Yeah, was, I love the internet. So I need to find this. But I do have to say I was lucky enough to meet Lance. Kind of. Yeah. Kind of. At the back door of that restaurant or wherever. Yeah. Right? Right. Yeah. Oh. Everybody else was waiting at the wrong door. Yep. This they were. They were all waiting out front. No. No, they were waiting waiting out out back. back. Because we we went out front, front. We went out back. And then we went back out front. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, sorry. I just found an article. We're gonna. Ha- I'm gonna have to go through these articles, and I might have to post some of them because it's kind of funny. It's old. So that's that's all we've got this week. Yeah, that was awesome. It's been pretty awesome. Had some great stories and some fun stuff happened on social media. Yeah. So let's make some more fun stuff happen this week. Absolutely. Help us out. We gotta get the uh, Donnie hashtag Donnie going. Donnie's on the back. Drug free. Are we already saying that? I know. I just like saying it. 
Because they were all talking about, in our Facebook group, I why s- do they say Joey D? And all I could think about was, he refers to himself as Danny, do, uh, Danny, Donnie D. Right. And every time I hear them, Donnie D's on the backup. Isn't that the cruise thing? It says Donnie D Productions or something. Because every time it would come up, I'd be like, Donnie D's on the backup. Maybe. I, I feel so. like. I feel like, I've, like right. that's the thing. Um. Yes, this is awesome. Yeah, so, um, again, I feel like everybody's following us on social media already, but if you're not, we're on Twitter, so-called whatever. Instagram, Facebook, my so-called whatever. My so-called whatever.com. Yeah. So find us there. Right. Our Patreon's on our website, so you can go there. If you want to donate, great. If you don't want to, fine. But if you do, I will tell you all the proceeds go towards us helping make the podcast better. It goes yep. right directly back to the podcast. It sure does. And we could do things. Uh, there is a, a podcast festival coming up in D.C. in the end of November, I believe. We might want to look so at that. Fun. We might want to look at that. I know it's kind of soon, but. It is. I is feel it around like. Thanksgiving? I don't know. We should take a look at it. It, yeah. might, it might be too soon for us, but. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. You can you guys can take a look at Patreon, help us out. That helps us go and attend things like this. Um, LA Podfest definitely next year. We're gonna have to schedule that in. As long as it doesn't interfere but, with the cruise. That is the truth, right there. Because the cruise is uh that's primary. That's a that's a primary goal here. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. So thank you for listening. Thanks and guys. And send us your stories. And we'll see and you next week. We'll be loving you forever. We sure will. You know what you did. You know what you did. Oh, merchandise. We can talk about that. Yeah. Like now? No. Oh, okay. Just like, we're going to have some merchandise. Yes, we are going to have some merchandise. Yeah. I'm having brain cramps on that. I'm excited about it, though. I am, too. I I wear a t-shirt. Would you? Absolutely. It's kind of weird, though. Wear my own podcast t-shirt. Like, I'm not going to wear it to work. I would. You would, because, well, you can. I work from home. But I'd wear it to, like, Target. Yeah, you would. I would. I'd, I would rock that shit. And then on the back of it, hashtag, you know what you did. Yep. I sure would. <laughs> All right. All right. We'll talk to you later. Peace. Bye.